Last Sunday, I have commenced a sermon series on the book of Matthew. And last Sunday, I spoke about living for the great reward. In that part of the book of Matthew, the Lord spoke about three important things, the public disciplines of Christianity, praying, giving, fasting. And in all these three imperatives na kinakailangan isabuhay ng mga mananampalataya, whether you pray, whether you give, whether you fast, the key phrase that Jesus Christ would remind us in that part of the gospel is that we do it in secret because our Father who sees what is done in secret will reward us. That is our great reward. We don't give so that we will heap the appreciation of people. We don't pray so that people will be impressed by our eloquence. We don't fast so that we would look somber and spiritual. The only audience to please, kung tayo po ay nag-aayuno, nagdarasal, at nagbibigay, ay ang Panginoong Heso Kristo. Amen? So today, if you have your Bibles with you, kindly open your Bibles now to the book of Matthew once again. We will still be in Matthew chapter 6. So last Sunday, we preached from verses 1, chapter 6, verses 1, all the way to verse 18. Today, Paul, we will continue with our preaching of the Word. And I would like to ask my dear Rafa to help me read the Word of God today. My love, Sister Rose, is still under the weather, so she's now watching us online. Love you, my love. Get well soon. Lighthouse misses you, but today, Rafa will help us in our reading. Can we all please stand as we honor the Word of God and we take reverence? Matthew 6, verses 19 to 34. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. No one can serve two masters, for he will either hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the, of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? 
For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Matthew 6, verses 19 to 34. Amen. Thank you, Rafa. Um, while you are there at your Bibles, please uh, flip back to the Old Testament. Let's go to Lamentations chapter 3. Lamentations chapter 3. I, uh, hawakan nyo lang yung uh, pages na yan or just put a, a pin on the Matthew 6. But today, I'd like us to go again to Lamentations chapter 3. Just one verse or two verses. Let's read this out loud together. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Pwede bang papurihan natin si Lord? Palapakanan din sa atin si Lord sa kanyang napakapakapangyarihang salita. So today, I have entitled this short message, Relying on God's Great Mercies. If we will live for God's great rewards, we have to rely for the rest of our lives on God's great mercies. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that in you, O Lord, there is rest, there is restoration. In you, O Lord, our cups overflow. For you never withhold anything from your children. You delight in the well-being of those that worship you. But just like Pastor Carlos' prayer, we confess, O Lord, that many times we are buffeted by life's anxious thoughts. And we tend more to rely on ourselves and not on your mercies. Today, Holy Spirit, speak to us in ways only you can. And as our hearts have now been prepared by you, may you find a fertile ground in our souls so that as you now deposit these seeds of faith, that seed will grow and blossom and bear fruit. And that fruit shall remain. For the glory and honor of the greatest name of all, the name of Jesus. And everyone will say, Amen. Thank you, Rafa. You may be seated. Whenever we go through the Bible, ang isa po sa mga ways to interpret the Bible, even if you have not gone through, say, formal seminary studies, if you'd like to really soak fully on what the Word of God has to say, one of the ways is to be mindful of repeated words. Yung paulit-ulit. Because when God repeats words or phrases in His Scriptures, it emphasizes the importance of it. Repetition, they say, is the mother of all learning. And in these readings that Rafa led us through, one phrase that has been repeated, I think, four times is the phrase, do not be anxious. So thank you, Pastor Carlo, for preparing our hearts in your pastoral prayer. True, 
Now, one of the things, one of the reasons why we fast and we pray, because in the business of life and in the onslaught, pag ibinubuhos na ng buhay ang napakaraming problema at alalahanin, the default of human beings is always to rely on your own strength, to rely on your own ways of doing things, that God is now sidelined. God is just an afterthought. God is just a part of your... Pag wala na talaga, sige magpa-plan C na tayo kasi hindi nag-work yung plan A tsaka plan B. Sige na nga, mag-pray na tayo kay Lord. And we default, we miss out on this great source of power and blessings. The inexhaustible wellspring of God's great mercies. Today, I'd like to talk to you about it. The Word of God has many things to say about this topic. I remember this story na merong isang husband na dahil sa dami ng kanyang responsibilities as a husband, he would always worry endlessly. The business matters, the kids, the household, the leaking roof, the neighbors, the cantankerous in-laws, Everything he would worry so much about. So one day, as the new year came, he told his wife, I'm going to hire an assistant. And the wife said, wow, that's good. I'm going to hire an assistant and his only job description, he will worry for me from this time on. I am done with worrying. This assistant that I will hire, I, he will worry for me. And the wife said, that's a good idea. And the husband said, I will pay him 200,000 pesos a month. His only job? To worry for me. And of course, the wife said, where will you get the 200,000? And the, and the husband said, that will be his first worry. Today in our readings, if we are going to just do some um, context study, some observations that we're going to discern from this is when we talk about financial anxieties, we have to acknowledge, ladies and gentlemen, that anxieties, financial anxieties, they do burden the heart and they do darken the thoughts. You will glean that from Matthew 19 down to verse 23. Let me, let me go through that. Matthew 19 up to verse 21, the Lord would say, you, you store your treasures in heaven and not here on earthly securities. Why? Because there should be a place where moth cannot enter, where rust cannot destroy, where robbers cannot come in and steal. Now, what's the reality about that, mga kaibigan? The reason why people are plagued, and I am part of that, the reason why people are plagued with so much financial anxieties because we always tend to think, paano kung mawala? Paano kung manakaw? Paano kung bawiin? Paano kung hindi na pumasok ang benta? What if the commission does not come through? What if I don't get paid? What if I am shortchanged? What if I lose my job? All of these are so much rooted to financial anxieties because we know it can always be destroyed. It can be stolen. It can be gone in a moment. Confession. 
that I would like to make today. 2003, uh, 2023, last year, I mean, was probably one of the most stressful years in my financial life. Why? Because I was victimized by Budulgan. I will not, I'll spare you the details, but cut the long story short, I've been humbled because I always prided myself na kailanman hindi ako mabubudol. Sinasabi ko palagi, ibigay niyo sa akin yun ang bubudol sa inyo, bubudulin ko. And I have done that several times. I would converse with the boodle guy and before I know it, I would get na his name and his number and I would report him to the NBI. Sabi ko, ako mong bubudol sa mga nang bubudol. They are evil people. But then last year, I fell for the boodle. Cut the long story short, he was able to enter into my bank account. And in less than two minutes, everything was gone. Ubus, kaibigan. Nagtira naman, 35 pesos. And I thought I was going to have a heart attack. My wife, Rose, was very much worried because the anger that it aroused in me, the sleepless nights that ensued after that, because of the feeling of being victimized, of the feeling of helplessness, the feeling of injustice, pinagtrabahuan mo, pinagsikapan mo, pinagpray mo, ibinigay sinong Panginoon. And then in just a matter of less than one hour of being sweet talk, of being nadala ka sa kwento. And they were able to get it all. But thank God that the counsel of the Lord is always strong. And the love of my wife, thank you my love, is always very much affirming. No blame, no guilt tripping. And the Lord provided so many ways that whatever was lost before the year ended, the Lord gave it back in so many other forms, even so much more than what was stolen from me. So I know so well when I speak about how the heart can be so burdened and how the thoughts could be so darkened. That's why in verses 22 all the way to verse 23, when the Lord was talking about the worries about money, He says, the eye is the lamp of the body. Take care of the kind of light that enters into your thoughts. Because if the light within you is darkness, Jesus would now say, how great is that darkness. Pag napangharian ka ng kadiliman, ng galit, ng pag-aalala, yung gigil na ikaw ay nawalan, Kaibigan, it can cause stroke, it can cause heart attack, it can cause so much sleeplessness. No wonder Ecclesiastes would remind us that when it comes to sleep, sabi niya, the sleep of the laborer is sweet, whether he eats little or much, but the abundance of a rich man permits him no sleep. Ang mga taong walang masyadong pake sa pera, alam mo na, laborer, day earner, makakain lamang ng pansit kanton at the end of the day, ang sarap na ng hilik, masanda lamang, tulog kaagad. Nakaka-relate kayo mga kaibigan? And yet, the people who are very much consumed by the abundance of their richness, 
Ecclesiastes, King Solomon would say, oh, they would toss and turn and they would be so deprived of that much needed rest. Now we know why. Because it could darken the thoughts. Even if you have not been boodled, even if you have not been victimized by the boodle gang, just the thought, na paano kung, kung fluke lang, chamba lang yung kinita ko noong 2023, paano kung hindi na ako muling kumita ngayong 2024, where will I get the money for my family? And then you will lose that much-needed rest and off down the charge, your health can go. First Timothy chapter 6, just a proof text here. He says, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. And that's one of the things that the Lord dealt with me in the entirety of 2023. I remember the following day after I got, nung nalimas na yung aking, uh, yung aking um, banko, Pastor Leo and I had to travel to Pampanga. And uh, when, I, when I fetched Pastor Leo, I said, ikaw lang muna mag-drive. I had one sleepless night. At butin lang, my kabsat was there to listen because talagang sasabog na ako. And one of the things that the Lord has impressed in me is this. If you love money so much, you are placing your love on the wrong God, small letter G. Because that money can be gone any moment. That bank can close. That insurance company can tell you, sorry, walang kinite. That investment that you made can get back to you and say, sorry, nag-downturn ng business, so wala talaga. If you will just love money and make money the center and the be-all and the end-all of every reason of your life's existence, my friend, you will pierce your heart with so much grief. Jesus would even say in our reading today, you cannot serve both God and money. Of all the gods of this world, of all the false deities of this world, it is only money that Jesus Christ mentioned as very much a rival God. Because the Lord Jesus Christ knows. Kung merong isang Diyosan, that could take away your allegiance to Jesus. It is the power of money, the God of mammon. The reading today said, you will either hate one or adore the other. You will either despise one or love the other. So you have to choose, my friends. In the second day, in the second week of fasting, let our prayers be focused on what is our attitude about material wealth? What if God takes that all away from you? What if in a moment all of your life savings will be gone? Will you still wear that smile in your lips and put that faith in your heart? Or will you have succumbed to the God of this world? That's why Jesus would now say, don't serve money, serve God. That's the command for us. That's one observation in today's reading. Another observation that I have received from the Lord is this. That worries over human needs corrupt godly values. Anxieties, worries, they are synonymous. Pareho lang ang ibig sabihin yan. But when you worry, pag-aalala sa mga bagay na kailangan ng katawan ng tao and now you are already in verses 25. Go flip your Bibles now to verse 25. Jesus would say, do not worry about what you will eat or what you will drink 
or about your body, what you will wear. Because the value should be that life should be more than the food and the body and life should be more important than clothes. We're talking about values. Ano bang pinahahalagahan mo? Kung mas mahalaga na sa'yo, kung saan ka kukuha ng pagkain, ano ang isusuot mo, ano ang bahay na titirhan mo, ano ang iinumin mo. The basic human needs can threaten to displace God in our hearts because when money is invoked and when human needs are right in front of us, values of people so easily change. Maraming, maraming attitudes ng buhay ng tao ang nagbabago pag pera na ang pinag-uusapan. Kaibigang matalik, masarap nakasama, pero pag inatangan mo, magkakasira-sira kayo kaibigan. Lalo kung hindi ka binabayaran ng umutang sa'yo. Money can change so many godly values. And that's why Hebrews chapter 13 would say, Oh, keep your lives from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. That should be our highest value. Na Lord, kaya kami nagpa-fasting, kaya binibigay ni Lord ang command ng pag-aayuno. Because when we fast, when we deprive ourselves of food, one meal, two meals, one whole day, two whole days hindi ka kumakain, mapapansin mo, as I have noticed in the last week, ang gutom ko lang is in the first two meals. Pag hindi ka mag-breakfast, parang feeling mo talagang maggugunaw ng mundo. Pag hindi ka nag-lunch, talagang mararamdam mo na yung hilo dahil nag-hypo na yung sugar mo. But when you are able to surmount missing the lunch, the breakfast and the lunch, you'll realize, buhay ka pa rin kaibigan kahit hindi ka kumain at mag-miss ka ng dalawang meals. Akbayan mo ngayon katabi mong sobrang nagpapanik pag hindi nakakapag-breakfast. Sabi mo, life is more than the food. That should be our value. God and spending time with God should be more than our preoccupation for clothing, for drinks. Would you, would you like to say amen to that, mga kaibigan? Values are being challenged, kaibigan, whenever human needs are in the fore. Again, we go back to Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Solomon would say, whoever loves money never has money enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with his income. And Solomon would say, this is meaningless, meaningless. Inobserbahan ni Solomon ang kanyang mga kaparehong mayayaman. Kung sino pang may pera, kung sino pang maraming savings sa bangko, siya pa ang palaging nag-aalala. Siya pa hindi nakakatulog. I have this memory of a fraternity brother. He was an Ilongo, a son of two doctors in Iloilo. And by the looks of my fraternity brother in the dormitory, stand out siya. Dahil siya palagi yung nakabagong Nike shoes. Hindi pa uso ang Nike nun, pero siya naka-Nike na. Siya yung palagi nakalakost. Isadyante pa lang nakalakost. And one day, when I entered his room, I literally caught him fretting, walking to and fro from one corner of his room. Talagang anxiety attack, panic attack. <laughs> Alam mo yung ganun? Sabi ko, Brad, 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 ano nangyari? Sabi niya, Sorry ha, hindi ako pwedeng magmura, pero nagmumura siya. With all the expletives coming out of his mouth, niya, and then he said, Chineko yung ATM ko, 25,000 na lang ang laman. 
This was 1988, mga kaibigan. And this was a student with an ATM na may 25,000 pesos. I never had a single cent. Hindi ko pangalam na may ATM pala noong unang, pan- noong unang panahon, mga kaibigan. Masarap ang tulog ko araw-araw kahit wala akong alam, kahit wala akong bound, kahit hindi ko alam kung kailan darating ang allowance galing sa summer. But here was a rich kid with 25,000 in his ATM, worried, sick. Oh, it can corrupt godly values. That's one observation. In today's reading, in today's gospel, the command of the Lord is this, do not worry. And then he skipped now to verse 32. Jesus Christ will say, because your father knows that you need them. Kung meron kang pagtitiwala at ang volume is that God supersedes and superintends everything in your life, you don't have to worry. Hindi mo pa hinihingi. Alam na ng Panginoon ang pangangailangan mo sa buhay. Ang lahat ay magsabi ng Amen. Those are godly values. But our human needs can easily corrupt them. And so, what is the command? Trust God. Don't trust money. Don't trust that ATM. Don't trust that wealth. Don't trust that inheritance. They can come. They can go. Rust can come. Robbers can steal. Boodlegang can boodle you out of it. But if you trust God, you will rest secure for the rest of your life because He knows the things that you truly need every moment of your existence. Amen? Come on, let us shout of praise to the Lord today, mga kaibigan. That's the second observation that I have today. Another observation that I have is this. Overthinking tomorrow's troubles robs us of today's focus. We are now on the last verse of Rafa's readings. Verse 34. Do not worry about tomorrow. Sabi ng reading natin. Tomorrow will worry about itself. But the Lord knows. Ang isa bang pitfall na maraming tao is the sin of overthinking. Now, to plan ahead is not, is not, is not bad. To be strategic in your plans in life is not bad. I have been through a number of strategic plans of the ministries as the year was ending last year. And I loved that people are invoking their faith. The Lord, hindi manami nakikita mga parating na araw, but we propose, O Lord, based on your inspiration, that these are the things that we would like to do. Now, that's not overthinking. Overthinking is, you already have laid the plans, you already have done the necessary homework, and yet you could still not sleep, you still could not eat, you still could not be at peace. Why? Because you're thinking about all the other variables. Ipaano kung, ipaano kung ganyan mangyari, ipaano kung bukas, ipaano kung wala na tatay ko bukas, ipaano kung masubasta yung aming bahay. All of this overthinking robs you of the command of the Lord just to focus on Him and in Him. But instead of you expending that energy in prayer and fasting and praising and worshiping God all of your time before you know it, the sun has risen, risen, and now the sun has set. And all you have done the whole day is to overthink of tomorrow things that probably 99% will not even happen. So what was the counsel of the Lord? He says, do not be worrying because the pagans, the Gentiles, oh, those that don't believe in me, they run after all these things all the time. You know, preoccupation ng kanilang araw-araw. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness 
And all these things will be added unto you as well. So therefore the command is seek God. You seek Him first. Don't seek the answers that might not even come for the problems that might not even come. But today, it's a present tense. It's a present imperative. Today, this moment, seek God. You can only be focused on one. As much as the world has glorified multitasking, you cannot really do one thing or more than one thing at a single moment. If you have a preoccupation now, now, seek God. Focus on His kingdom. Focus in His righteousness. Ang nangyari kasi, kaya hindi natin hinahanap si Lord because binaliktad natin in Matthew 6.33. We, we want to add all these things first. Hindi Lord, kailangan mo na sigurado, sigurado ako na enough na yung money ko for 2024. I have to have this buffer fund of XXX thousands or millions. Pag meron akong pera, saka lang ako, saka ko lang hahanapin ng kingdom. Saka ko lang hahanapin ng righteousness. And that's why people are laden with so much burdens of overthinking. So if you're looking at this, and if you're this person in the, in the valley of two mountains, between two mountains, you really have a choice. Whether today you give in to anxiety, you give in to worrying, you give in to overthinking. These are now the buzzwords of the 22nd, 21st, 22nd century. Young people, middle-aged people, Senior citizens, we give in so much to anxious thoughts, to worrisome thoughts, to overthinking. Or we can choose to serve God and not money. To trust God because He knows what, he, what we need even before we ask of them. We seek God, trusting that all of the other things will be added unto us. Everyone will say, Amen. John MacArthur, one of the readings that we have been given in the school, he said in one of his books about anxiety, he says, we allow our daily concerns to turn into worry and therefore sin. When our thoughts become focused on, look at this, changing the future instead of doing our best to handle our present circumstances. And that proves to be very much an exercise in futility. You would like to control that which you don't, have, you don't have control over. You would like to take hold of something that is yet to happen. And yet, that is what the worrying mind, the anxious mind does to your soul. You're trying to be God. You're trying to be in control of everything. Because, but truth be told, you don't even know if tomorrow you are still here. You didn't even know the good and even the bad things that God will allow by tomorrow. So let me emphasize more on the last verse. And um, I will just focus on my few more points on this. Let's read this out loud together. Therefore, after having read Matthew 19 to 34, to 33, 34 now comes and it says, Pakibasa? Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. And then the word says, sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I'll focus my last few more minutes in just these two words that I have colored differently in font and I have underscored even. 
Para lamang, we take away the Word of God and we get to the real meaning of the things that the Lord is forbidding us to, to indulge into. Yung ipinagbabawal ng Lord. Do not be anxious. Yung word na anxious or anxiety is from that Greek word. You don't have to master on that, but merimnao. That's how the Greeks would uh, pronounce it. Merimnao. And what does it mean? To be anxious is to allow yourself to be a part as opposed to the whole. Nagpira-piraso ka. Yan pala yung ng merimnao. Hindi ka buo kasi pira-piraso ka. You're all over the place. You are drawn. The Greek, the nuance of this word means you are being drawn in opposite direction. Para kang hinihila ng dalawang kabayo na magkaiba ang direksyon. And that's why we suffer internally. That's mirimnao. Anxiety. You are divided into parts. You go into pieces. You are being pulled apart. Like the force exerted by sinful anxiety or by sinful worry. Now allow the Lord to speak to your heart at this very moment. What is it that you have been fretting over? Based on the three observations that the Lord spoke to us in His Word, the Lord is reminding us, it must be your financial anxieties. It must be your worries over human needs, your clothing, your eating, your drinking. It must be your overthinking of the days that are yet to come, that you are experiencing this anxious sauce, this merimnao, that you're not being pulled apart. Gula-gulanit ang iyong kaluluwa kay hindi ka makatayong buo sa iyong pamilya. And you're trying to turn days into nights and nights into days. And the more that you're sleep-deprived, the more kang nangihina. And dahil nangihina ka, the more that you will resort to coffee and coffee and coffee. And the more your heart will palpitate. Sa dami ng kaping iniinom mo, Red Cross will deny you pag nag-donate ka ng dugo dahil kapina ang lumalabas sa mga ugat mo mga kaibigan. And because you're utterly lacking in energy, anong iniinom mo? Cobra. Sting. Masagi ka lang ng konti ng anak mo. Ano ba? Sinisigawan mo ka agad. Nanunuklaw ka na kaibigan because you are now merimnao. You are now pulled apart. You are not there. You are not the loving husband. You are not the peaceful wife that you used to be. You're always consumed by the problems of life. You have refused. You have ceased to be the sweet person that your boyfriend, your girlfriend has fallen in love with. That's anxiety. The command of the Lord is clear. Do not be anxious. Do not allow this mirim now to happen in your life to be torn into pieces. Another word, the word sufficient. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Let me give you first the, the basic meaning of sufficient. Of course, it's a, it's a common English word, but it's from the Greek word archeo. That really means to be content, to be enough. Yan ang ibig sabihin ng, ng sufficient. Diba? My grace for you is sufficient, sabi ni Lord, kay Paul. But in this context, it means to be strong, to suffice, to be enough as against danger. But for this nuance, it's on the latter part. To ward off through the idea of raising a barrier. Sufficient unto the day, the evils thereof. And this speaks for me the grace of God. 
real po na sufficient ang grasya ng Panginoon. Kung gaano mang kabigat, kayang bitbitin ng Panginoon para sa atin. Everyone will say, Amen. Kahit gaano kadilim, light, the light of the Lord will always pierce through the thickest darkness. Amen? But when the Lord says, sufficient unto the day the evils thereof, it's a statement of grace that the Lord has put a barrier around this day. Hanggang dito lang ang trouble na yan. Bukas kung anong i-allow ni Lord, hanggang bukas lang yun, yung araw na yun. So today, there is no reason why you will fret about the next week or the next month or the next year because today, whatever troubles plague you, do not allow yourself to be deceived na dahil may problema ka ngayon, forever ka nang mamalasin sa 2024. Merong in si Lord na trouble sa buhay mo pero binigyan din niya ng limitations. The devil is on a leash. Satan can only go so far in your life. He cannot continue oppressing you. The light of the dawn will come because our reading today, His mercies are brand new every morning and great is the faithfulness of the Lord. All the saints of the Lord, come on, give your shouts of praise to the Lord today. Arkeo! Sapat na sa araw na to ang mga kagulumihanang dumarating. Sufficient unto the day. Tomorrow will worry on its own. So don't overthink. Here are a few more thoughts when we talk about merimnao or arkeo, when we talk about anxiety or sufficiency. To help us navigate through this life, I am now going through the application part. It will benefit us, mga kapatid, to realize that crown and cross are the parallel paths of life. And listen to this. And God is in both. Kaya siguro nagsasuffer ang tao because we have this wrong theology that life should always be about pleasure. That life should always be about happiness. That life should always be about good health. And life should always be an overflowing wealth. That whenever pains come, whenever the cross is presented, whenever sacrifices are in the offing, we think, oh God must be displeased with me. Kaya siguro dumadan ako sa mga paghihirap, siguro may ginawa akong kasalanan. Now, if the Lord is convicting you of a sin, that's from the Spirit. Repent. But don't remain in that guilt trip. Kasi kung anuman ang kasalanan ginawa mo, binayaran na yan ng Panginoong Heso Kristo sa Cruz ng Kalbaryo. And there is now no more condemnation to those that are in Christ. Amen? But even as you walk by grace and by faith, it will profit us so well, ladies and gentlemen, if we will always realize that life is about two parallel paths. You will have the crown, you will have the victories, you will have the mountaintops, you will have the pleasures, you will have the health and the wealth. Amen. But my friends, you will always have the pain. It is part of God's sovereign will so that we as a people will always walk by faith and not by sight. Imagine a life na wala kang pain. Imagine a life na wala kang problema. Imagine a life na wala kang burdens. Will you still pray? Will you still remember God? Will you still fall down on your knees in utter despair because you are still invoking that if God will not move, you will be cast. Thank you, Pastor Carlo, for that word. That you will be cast into utter despair. I think not. But when the Lord allows the victories and the failures, 
the pains and the pleasures, the crowns and the cross, and you realize these are two parallel paths, you'll realize, yes, in this world, you will have troubles, Jesus would say. But you can take heart, you can take courage, because he has overcome the world. The Lord will not lay upon you something that you cannot bear. Or maybe he will lay something on you that you cannot bear. So that, dahil alam mong hindi mo siya kakayanin, you will run to the loving arms of Jesus because he alone has overcome the world. So my friends, when the Lord would say, I have overcome, he really means that I have conquered, I have prevailed, I have subdued. That's the Greek word for that. Nekao. That the Lord has prevailed, have subdued, tinalo niya na ang mundo. Kaya dumaan ka man sa samutsaring crowns or crosses, pains or pleasure, it will not get into your head. It will draw you closer to God. Another thought, as I am winding down here, that God's grace is sufficient for today's burdens. That were there are keo, now you can apply it in its proper context. That God's grace is archeo, is sufficient for today's burdens. Dahil nilagyan ni Lord ng bakod ang mga problema ng araw na ito, hindi siya makakalampas more than what God allows. Therefore, you can have the faith that His grace will also be more than enough to take you through those burdens. One of our key verses when we launched our seven-year vision of Rebuild, Renew, Restore, and you will find this in the lobby, is one in Deuteronomy 33, 24, 25, when the Lord will say, your strength will equal your days. Kung gaano man kahaba ang gabi, kung gaano man kahaba ang araw na yan, dahil meron kang hinihintay na sagot, the strength that the Lord will give you will equal the length of your days. Ibig sabihin, sapat ang kalakasan na kakailanganin mo paharapin at kabakahin ang kung anumang kabigatan na ipinahintulot ng Diyos na dumating sa buhay mo. Now here's a thought. According to the Thayer's Greek lexicon, let the present day's trouble suffice for a man and let him not rashly increase it by anticipating the cares of days to come. Kaya pala sufficient unto the day, the evils thereof. Mabigat na nga ang weight ngayong araw Kung dadagdagan mo pa ng pag-aalala sa mga parating na araw, do you have exponentially increased the troubles of your soul? And the Lord does not want you to do that. And thirdly, you have to realize today, my friend, that the sufficiency of tomorrow's mercies is assured because God is already there. If God delivers you today, you can have the assurance that tomorrow He will also be there because God is not bound by time and space. If He's present today, He will be present tomorrow and He will be present for the rest of eternity because God is the eternal present that will hold His people in the very palm of His hands. Amen? Oh, let the faith of the Lord, let the faith of the people of the Lord rise in this very moment. And so we come to that last reading. Why can be assured and how can, be, how can we be assured that tomorrow's mercies will be sufficient for tomorrow's troubles? Is because the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Kung naranasan mo kanilang umagang gumising at buhay ka pa, tomorrow at nagising ka at buhay ka pa, then you know 
His mercies never come to an end because His mercies are brand new every morning. And the only rightful response from us worshiping people is to declare that great is the faithfulness of our God. Everyone will say, Amen. Two more word studies. Two more word studies. And we'll have our time of prayer. The steadfast love of the Lord. You know, I, I got this picture from one of the favorite websites that I go to for pictures. And I love it that this baby is being held in a womb-like shape. But it is in the hands of probably the parents or the uncles or the relatives or people that love this child. Now, keep this picture right in front of you because in the Hebrew, kanina Greek ang pinag-aaralan natin. In the Hebrew, Lamentations chapter 3, written in Hebrew, the word steadfast love is the word chesed. Merong konting sabit para may sipon ka mga kaibigan. Chesed. That's the steadfast love. That's the loving kindness of the Lord. It's a word. But the loving kindness and that has said of the Lord is, is steadfast. Now put it together, sabi ng uh, dictionary na kinansolt ko in Hebrew, it says, it's the goodness, the kindness, and look at this, a father's loving kindness in condescending to the needs of his creatures. A regard so great in extent that it is everlasting in reach. Kaya pala, pwede natin ipagkatiwala kay Lord ang mga parating ng mga taon at mga araw ng buhay natin because the steadfast love, the chesed of the Lord, the loving kindness of the Lord never ceases. It is so great in extent that it will last for the everlasting. Hindi ka iiwanan ng Panginoon. Hindi ka kakaligtaan ng Panginoon. He will never walk away from you. Even if some people have walked away from your life, He will never break your heart, even if some have broken your heart many times over. It is the steadfast love of the Lord. But I like the picture that it's the same love of a father that He extends to His creation, His child. I always, Michaela will be celebrating his 18th birthday very, very soon. And last night I was telling him, uh, Caleb, on your birthday, I will have again the privileged speech for 18 years now. Kung anong age ng mga anak ko, ganun din katagal at ganun kadalas na ikwento ko sa kanila kanilang birth story. Dati medyo naiilang sila pag ikikwento ko na naman yung birth story nila. But now that Luke, Rafa, and Caleb have grown older, they look forward to their birthdays because dad will always have the privileged speech. And I will recount all over the circumstances of that day, of that moment when they were birthed because it is now etched in my memory. Long-term memory ng mga kaibig. Kahit mag-Alzheimer's ako, hindi mawawala yan sa aking alaala. I can tell them to the details what time, what minute sila lumabas, gano'ng kalakas ang kanilang hiyaw. And I can tell them how the Lord just filled my heart and that of their mothers with such love. Now all of a sudden, when you became a parent, that's when you realized your heart, nakalamod dati yung pagmamahal mo sa asawa mo ay sobra-sobra na parang wala ka nang maibibigay sa iba. 
But when you became a parent yourself, you realized your heart can expand so big that even if you have one child, two children, three children, some of you have six children, that love never diminishes for each child because that's the reflection of the loving kindness of God so that we will understand na kung tayong mga tatay, mga magulang na limitado sa ating scope of understanding how much more God who is perfect, how much more can extend to us His loving kindness, His steadfast love never ceases. Amen? Another word that I'd like, come on, give your praise to the Lord, mga kaibigan. Another and last word that I'd like to emphasize today is the word mercies. His mercies never come to an end. Malalim ang mercies. It's from the Hebrew word rakam. Rakam. What does it mean, rakam? You know the real meaning of rakam in Hebrew? Womb. Why? The association na yung awa yung pity, yung compassion that is aroused in a parent toward a child of God towards His creation is like the compassion, the mercies that a mother has for the child in her womb. Nothing could be more precious for me than watching an infanticipating mother. Yung talagang uh, six months na, seven months na, eight months, and how this mother would just sing to this yet-to-be-born child. At ba, ingat na ingat sa paggalaw, ingat na ingat sa kinakain, because the mercies just overflow. In this child, nasipa ng sipa sa kanyang pantog, kaya wiwi ng wiwi ang nanay. Yung child na hindi siya makatulog sa kapital, likot ng likot ang baby. And still, the mother could not afford to be angry toward this child in her womb. That's, that's what it means, mga kaibigan. When the Lord says, His mercies never come to an end, it means an intensive compassion, a motherly feeling as cherishing that fetus, this great tender love of mercy and pity. If you have experienced the love of your mom or your grandmom, as I have been so filled to the overflow by the love of my mom, she's watching now online. And how she would always recall that fateful day in December 6 when I was born na hindi pa nakakarating ang kumadrona. The, way, the midwife was still on her way. She already had the urge to push and out I went. And because she pushed so hard and she was at the edge of the bed, I almost fell to the floor and right in front of her was the potty, the erenola, the enerola, ladies and gentlemen. Filled with uh, urine. If my uncle, my mom's mother, was not by her side, my very first second on this planet would have been swimming in that potty filled with urine. But my mom would always recall, no offense to my brothers, Jib is here today, but my mom would say, of all my children, si Jojo lang talagang hindi ako pinahirapan. Dahil wala siyang labor pains. Wala siyang mga hilab-hilab. They ate, they were about to sleep, and they said, Dad, mukhang lalabas na. And my dad rushed to get the comadrona, and narinig pa niya yung motor ng tatay ko, boom, lumabas na ako. Mercies. That's why siguro kaya ako love ng nanay ko. 
because she feels that compassion. Now imagine, my friend, when God looks at you. Sometimes we have this cognitive dissonance when we relate with God because we think God is a father. Nako, ang tatay, mukha namang strict yun. Tatay eh. Kaya siguro maraming Pilipino very much, affect, very much affectionate towards Mama Mary because they had to put a motherly figure because they think God is a male and a father that the father, the male God, could not relate much as a mother would relate to a child. He is a male God in gender. But the father is so complete that the father also has the mother heart toward his children. Everyone will say, Amen. Hindi mo siya kailangan palitan. Mama Mary, we love her so much. But Mama Mary cannot answer your prayers. Mama Mary did not create you. Mama Mary did not save you. Oh, we, we love Mama Mary. We follow her examples. But when it comes to the capacity to love us in all our imperfections and all our indignities, only the Father in heaven has that capacity, that rakham, that mercies, and that mercies will never end forever and ever. And all God's children will say, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I can preach this forever, my friends. And when we realize the steadfast love of the Lord and the mercies that never end, the mercies that are brand new every morning, maybe this is what moved David when he said, Oh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Oh, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. The Lord restores my soul. The Lord leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. That even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For God, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You can face the dark valleys of death. You can navigate through the uncertainties of life because there will always be uncertainties. Because the steadfast love of the Lord, the mercies of the Lord, this great shepherd of our souls will never ever abandon us. Two more illustrations and I will end. Now, I've never been a dog lover. Kung alam ng mga kapatid ko, ako ay terror ng mga aso sa samar, mga kaibigan. Palagi ako may dalang baston nung bata pa ako nung nagbibinata ako. Pag merong haharang-harang ng mga aso sa daan namin, ako yung unang humahataw sa mga aso. Terror ng mga aso. So I thought I was not a dog person until our tundra came along. He's now seven years old. The acknowledged mother is Rafa. Si Rafa ang master niyan. But the safest place for tundra, who is a Pomeranian and a Jack Russell, is at the very arms of the masters. He would easily cuddle up with Caleb and Luke and Tita Mom. Sa akin, hindi masyado dahil ako yung stricto sa bahay. But he would always look for my affirmation. Now, there are certain things that I notice about Tundra, our dog. Dahil Pomeranian siya, very much extrovert. Sa mga taga-lighthouse na nakadalaw sa bahay, yun yung welcoming committee palagi ng mga taga-lighthouse. Nasa gate pa lang yung mga pastors. Si Tandra talagang uh, kumakawag-kawag na yan dahil alam niya na yung mga amoy ng mga pastors. Kilala na niya. But because he's also Jack Russell, he's very much energetic. He's very much restless. Lalo pag may naamoy siya, may narinig siya ng mga kaluskus ng mga pusa sa labas ng aming bahay. Pag may duma- we live in a compound. If you haven't been to our house yet, we live in a compound. So meron kaming uh, tatlong neighbors ng mga bahay. 
So every time dadaan ang kotse ng kapitbahay, yung mga, yung mga yaya ng kapitbahay, Otondro would be on his uh, two legs, he would be peering through the window, and he would bark, and he would be so restless. Before I would notice the tundra, every time I would go down after waking up at say at 6 o'clock in the morning, tundra would be there at the foot of the stairs and he would be so weak and Ate Josie would report, ay nako, buong gabi yan nagkakahol sa mga pusa dito sa paligid ng bahay natin. Kahit nasa loob siya ng bahay, kinakahulan niya lahat ng pusang naririnig at naamoy niya sa labas. And that's why the whole night, he has been restless. Until Rose allowed him to stay full-time in our bedroom come nighttime. He could not stay in Rafa's kasi nag-allergic rhinitis si Rafa sa balahibo ng aso. So palagi lang siya nasa labas. But my fur parent, fur dog-loving wife, every 10 o'clock when I were about to sleep, she would call on Tundra. Tundra! And she would he would gallop all the way to the second floor and he already has his pillow, his blanket. He knows his place in our bedroom. And since the last four or five years, Tundra has always enjoyed deep sleep at night. At six o'clock, siya pang manggigising sa amin dahil lalabas siya dahil magwiwiwi na siya. Now, I love Tundra. But you see, the Lord can speak to us some life truths even through our pet dogs. And these are my life lessons for today. Just like Tandra, we tend to worry a lot about everything and everyone outside of the house. Oh, oh, oh! Palagi natin tinitingnan yung kawalan, yung kadiliman. Baka may magnanakaw, baka may pusa, baka may makapasok. Now, my friends, I have realized that worrying is not the same as caring. Oh, you can care for the safety of your people, of your family. But it is not equal to worrying endlessly. Worry can lead you to death. Tandra was a warrior before. And that's why he was restless before. We have the privilege of prayers. My children and I, we have agreed on some safeguards. Or Rafa, you're now 20 years old. You go out a lot. You commute a lot. One thing, text dad. On your Life 360 app, para naalaman ko kung nasaan ka ng part ng Manila, ng Labang Zapote. We have agreed on safeguards. But beyond that, my friend, pag ipinagkatiwala mo na kay Lord, you don't have to be restless. Ipinagkatiwala mo na kay Lord, you can be still before God. Another lesson is this. Just like what I saw in Tundra, all of us, we need our hiding place. We need our hiding place where I can lean on to the Lord Jesus who is my true burden bearer. If my tundra always has his deep sleep every night because his hiding place is right beside our bed and is his own pillow and his own bed and his own blanket, it's the same with us people. That's why the Lord says, I am your hiding place. Magtago ka sa akin. Wag sa kayamanan, wag sa popularity, Wag sa malaki mong mansion because that in itself is not secure enough. Kung talagang sasadyain ka ng magnanakaw, mapapasok at mapapasok ka. But if God is your rock and your refuge, you can always sleep tightly every moment. Amen? Palapakangan natin si Lord mga kaibigan. And here's another thought. That we should protect our safe place. That's why Tundra now, by instinct, 
He already knows. Siya yung kasong, kung nakalimutan namin siyang pakitin at 10 o'clock, at 10 o'clock, almost on the dot, kakatok na sa room namin yan. He scratches the door. Nakalimutan niya yata ako. Sleeping time na. You've got to have that safe place as well in the Lord. Because in that place, you're focused. You just gaze on your master. Not on the other cares of life. You're focused on God's presence and entrust everything to His angelic protection. I have been robbed before. Napasok po ang bahay namin. Ninakawan kami. The robber went into our bedroom. And right there in the bedroom, hindi man lang ako nagising, kinuha ang mga lahas, kinuha ang cash, kinuha ang laptop, lahat ng pwede mahagilap, cellphone. And that gave me so much sleepless nights. But it also made me realize, kung talaga sasadyain ka ng magnanakaw, wala kang kalaban-laban. But when you entrust everything to God's angelic protection, you can sleep like a baby every moment. You don't have to be endlessly worrying. Makakapag-asawa pa talaga ako. Magkakaanak ba talaga kami? Magkakaroon ba talaga ng breakthrough ang business? Will I be able to have that career change? Will this ministry ever grow? If you have your safe place, your hiding place in God, God will always prove to be faithful because His mercies are brand new every morning. Amen? So today, as we end, as we have the praise and worship team with us, here are my assignments for week two of our prayer and fasting. If you would like to dedicate this one week, the second week, to overcoming anxiety and worries and overthinking. Three things I'd like to suggest. You can take a picture of this when I am finished. Number one, this week, feed our hearts in deep worship. This week, mga kaibigan, fast on secular music. Fasting mo I have nothing against secular music. I always request my wife, pag gusto ko ma-relax, love, kanta ka naman, may love ng ano, mga love songs natin dyan. I always want the pastors to be over at my house because pag si Kabsat Leo at si Kabsat Jonathan ang humawak ng microphone, hindi na kami makakahawak ng microphone, mga kaibigan. Nothing wrong about secular music. But this week, fast on secular music. Fast on the Tom Jones. Fast on the Sailor Taylor Swift. Fast on the Justin Bieber's. Hindi ko alam kung nakikilala niyo pa yung mga pinapangalanan ko. But this week, just focus on worship alone. If you're gonna sing, sing praise and worship to the Lord. Shall you, mga kaibigan? Because when you do that, you feed your heart. And your heart will learn to be still before the Lord. This week, mga kaibigan, try it. Nourish your head with biblical thoughts. If you haven't been doing so, this week will be the week to jumpstart your Bible reading habit. Fast on social media. Wag ma- wag yung reels, as Caleb would say, 16 hours a day ang nauubos sa kaka-reels lang na maraming tao. Fast on that. Just this week. Hindi ako magpe-Facebook. Kung magpe-Facebook, mga ako, titignan ko lang yung prayer points ng Lighthouse para I can pray. But I will turn off my cell phone. But you jumpstart your journaling habit. As you read your Bible, you have your pen, you have your notebooks. Journal. And see how the thoughts of God will explode in your heart and in your thoughts this week. Heart, head. Lastly, this week, train your hand through acts of service. May I suggest that you fast on your weekend hobbies? Kung ano mga hobby na yun? 
Pag-weekend, nagsiswimming kayo. Pag-weekend, nag-golf kayo. Pag-weekend, nagbabadminton kayo. Pag-weekend, nagsisine kayo. Pag-weekend, ang dami niyong hobby sa buhay, right? Just this weekend. Fast on. But instead, join one of our community outreaches. Go to, go with our sidewalk ministries. Go with our Ohana. We have many communities newly opened. Go with them. Spend time with poor people. Wala ka pang breakfast, wala ka pang lunch. Dala mo sila ng pagkain, huwag mo silang idamay sa pagkaguto mo. Pero habang kumakain sila, ikaw hindi ka kumakain dahil nagpa-fasting ka. Maramdaman mo man lang for an hour or so yung kalam ng sikmura ng mahihirap. And maybe your pity and your compassion towards the poor will be so aroused by the Lord once more. So that this year will be a year of serving the underprivileged, of giving extra so that the ministries of the Lord will advance in this part of eternity. Feed your heart, nourish your head, train your hand. How? By relying on God's great mercies, His mercies that never end. In Jesus' name we pray, everyone will say, Amen. Give your worship to the Lord as we now rise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our God, the God of this serve is a God that walks with us through all the seasons of life. For your assignment next Sunday, I will be preaching from Matthew chapter 9. So if you have your prayer and fasting moments this week, just go through Matthew chapter 9. It has 38 verses, so it will be an easy read. But I'd like to encourage you for the whole week, read through chapter 9 of Matthew again and again and again and again. So that come Sunday next week, when the Word of God is revealed from this great chapter, you already have soaked your heart in those very words. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that once again, your glory has been made manifest in this place. Truly, Father, you honor the desires of your children whenever we come in corporate gatherings like this. And may everyone sing that song for the rest of the week that we have truly been blessed because we came. We have been given the privilege to come into the great house of the Lord, to get to know and to get to fellowship with the saints of the Lord, and to get to just be overflowing in the revelation of the word of the Lord. Today, Lord, seal everything that we have received from you. And I declare, O oh Lord, that as your people learn more and more about relying on the great mercies of God, we realize, Lord, it is by your grace alone, it is by your mercies alone that we can face tomorrow. We commit to you this week of fasting and praying. Kasangkapanin niyo po, Lord, ang mga panahon ng aming pag-aayuno ang aming pagdarasal na mas maging maliwanag sa bawat isa sa amin ang panawagan po ninyo sa bawat individual at sa kalakhan ng Lighthouse Christian Community. To you alone be all praises for the great things that you have. Come on, lift up your worship to the Lord today and give thanks to the Lord mga kaibigan. Hallelujah! 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 Your grace is brand new every morning, Lord. Grace is your faith.
Lift up your hands for the benediction and may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift His countenance towards all of us. Yes, may the Lord grant us His peace as we rely on His great mercies for the rest of our lives. In the most powerful, greatest name of Jesus alone, we pray. And all God's people will shout, Amen. Give someone a hug as you are on your way out. Enjoy your the rest of the Sunday. See you next Sunday for the continuation of this series.